going on, everybody? You listen to another episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, as always, we got the cute boy here himself, Robbie boy. Robbie, say hello to the beautiful What's going people. What's Sebastian? We got a fire guest today. Hey, pour guest. a shot for yourself. Pour a shot we for got a fire yeah. guest. Pour a shot for yourself. We have a tremendous guest today. You know him from his podcast, Blank Check. You also know him from the George Lucas talk show. Yeah. And he's a fucking movie star. Uh, uh, he's an debatable. It's okay? debatable. To me, he is, okay? okay. Uh, give it up for Griffin Newman. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, a, a toast to the audience. <laughs> and a toast to you, Sebastian. Cheers. We established, I don't know if you cut it out, but that these glasses have never been used before. Never been used. <laughs> They've been sitting here the whole time. You let people believe that this was full of tequila and that these were shooters, but in fact, this is dirty water, and we just did shots of dirty water. We just did shots of dirty water out of a uh, decanter full of a decanter and my dead grandmother's uh, cordial glasses. Chim chim. <laughs> this is a nice decanter. It looks great. It's my sister used to work for Ralph Lauren. Okay. Do you say Ralph Lauren or Lauren? I think I say Ralph Lauren, but I feel tacky when I do it. I think Lauren feels. It feels worthy of the brand. You know what I'm saying? I'm even, no, they don't like it. They like Lauren. I know. That's what's funny, though. But I'm like, I know I know Ralph Lauren is the right name, but it feels like, well, that's the family name is Lauren. But if you're yes. talking about the clothing, you should call it Ralph Lauren. Well, it, it's almost like calling it Target. It's like, yes. So people would do it you're to make it. You're bestowing. Yes. yes. This, is your, this is a yes. European brand. <laughs> right. Yeah. So this is like, this is a man expensive decanter. Right. I just got sitting on the table full of right. dirty water. <laughs> In the same way that, like, the Lauren family are all, like, upstate Jews. Yeah. All right, so we okay. just took a couple of yeah. dirty water shots. We are living uh-huh. large. We had yeah. to stop the podcast because Robbie gets fucking phone calls galore. I one time woke up with over 100 missed calls from my mother. Sure. Really? Because I accidentally drunk called her while oh. I was doing coke. <laughs> and what did you say? <laughs> now, you have what told you me, say? Sebastian, you've told me in the past many times that your mother hates comedy. Oh, yes. my Very famously, my mother hates comedy. My mother, when I was born, uh-huh. she had two wishes. Yeah. She said, please, I hope my I hope my son doesn't do comedy mm-hmm. and doesn't look like baby Yui. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we have an image of baby Yui pop on the screen and then a picture of me in a diaper that I've done many DCM bitch shows wearing a diaper on stage. Tiny bib. Yes. A huge little bonnet. Baby Yui's bit, I would say, is that he's huge and he's a baby, right? Yeah, that's the whole bit. Yeah. you uh, Babies, normally small. Babies, normally small. You wouldn't believe how fucking big this baby is. You wouldn't believe how big baby you <laughs> is. I don't know if you have I don't an know. image in your... Oh, I know, I know. This, oh. Because this is part of it. He still acts like he's a baby and he needs people to tend to him like a baby. Yes. But he is bigger... Substantially than almost everyone he comes into contact with. It's a funny okay. joke. It's a very yeah, funny yeah. joke. But my mother it. does not like that joke. Didn't like it. And did not want me doesn't to Doesn't like any kind of joke, and that's maybe her least favorite joke. That's <laughs> probably her least favorite joke, and yeah. I became that joke. You became that joke. I, I go home, and I, I mean, I remember the last time my mother spanked me. Sure. <laughs> How recently? <laughs> I, years, years, years. Okay. But my mother, she spanked me. She pulled my pants. Did you get spanked as a kid? I did not. Okay. You? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You got spanked. Yes, definitely. Pants yeah. down? Uh, yeah. Pants down. So Combos. I, I think it, that comes across in my personality. It's like, this kid's got soft hands and a soft bottom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Neither one has ever been worked in he his never life. never got spanked. Have you ever been spanked ever in your real life? Uh... I, I I will I will say that Ooh, I will okay say no this. I will say that I will say that 
Okay, okay, okay. Personal question. I am so boring sexually okay. that I feel like anytime anyone tries to bring something like that in like that, uh -huh. I very quickly go like, hey, I'm dead. I'm just not into it. You're not it. Yeah. So I feel I'm what I'm debating in my mind is has anyone ever tried? Oh, okay. And you think so? I think maybe once or twice and I would just go like, you don't need to do that. It's yeah. rare. <laughs> I always, I feel like I say yeah. like, you don't need to do that. Like I feel bad that you feel that this is a thing sure. you have to do. You don't have to do that. You know, sometimes they do it for themselves. That's yeah. why I say you don't need to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you want to do it, fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, asking yeah, yeah. you to do this. I don't have a distinct memory of it. I, I, I have a distinct memory of uh, being slapped in the face. During sexy Which time. I thought was a, uh, both literally and figuratively, a big swing to take. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Without any sort of conversation in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And yeah. I had to be like, hey, I'm just not really into that. Which, by the way, I, tr I truly was talking in this exact tone, which uh -huh. I think is a real mood killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to just be like. I'm hard as shit right now. Right, I was just like, so... Look, quick time out. I just want to level with you. Yeah, yeah. Can we sit down? Mid-coitus. <laughs> Make <laughs> I'm not really into that. Yeah. Um, but no, not not a not a spanker, not a spanky. Not a yeah. spanker, not a spanky. You were talking about the last time your mom spanked you. My mom yeah. spanked me. And have you ever seen the SNL sketch where Shaq goes mm -hmm. over someone's lap and his feet are on the ground? Yeah. So my ass was in the air. Tush out. Tush out. Tush out. Tush okay. out. Feet on the ground. Yeah. And my mom starts spanking me in front of my sisters. Right. You were like too big at this point. And we yeah. all just start laughing because of how big I am on top of my mother getting spanked. Yeah. Raw ass. Well, all of this to say, mm -hmm. I cannot imagine how amused your mother must have been when you called her coked up, probably feeling more confident about your jokes than you ever have before. Oh my God. Yeah, that's bad. Just fast and loose. Yeah, yeah. my mom does not like my jokes. Yeah, I, my one of my favorite things growing up was yeah. me, like, at, like doing small things to get a rise out of her. She's, sure. she's the type of woman, I'm not looking to get a laugh, I'm looking to get a rise. A reaction. A reaction of any Which sort. Which is funny. Yeah. Which then gets a laugh from everybody else. Right, right. It's your, so you're you're aiming for a bigger yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's, there's the big picture. <laughs> yeah. She's a catalyst. She's a catalyst. And it makes so, it makes whatever you did funnier retroactively if it yes. gets a rise out of her. You know she was going to be on the George Lucas talk show. Right. But then it fell through. We couldn't book her. We, she was busy. <laughs> she's elusive. <laughs> she was busy. She was, she, my mom's hard to book. Yes. No, you. you we, there was an episode where you were home, mm -hmm. and you were walking us through your childhood home. Yeah. And and the whole thing was you had to be really quiet because your mother was sleeping, mm -hmm. and she would be so upset. Not that you woke her up, but that you were doing comedy in the house. I know. That's what you said. You. It's not even waking her up that will piss her off. It's that I would be doing comedy from her home. <laughs> <laughs> walking around making jokes about framed photos yes, and things. That's how you that. put it. Well, we had a conversation. After, yeah. no one knows this. After the episode was over, I had to go upstairs and my mother was almost in tears because I was doing comedy in the house about her, about her, what was in the house. Right. Cause that almost was, in tears. That was the thing. Like, why are you making fun of the decor? Which you were, I don't think you were. Well, no, I was. Cause there's a, <laughs> there's a painting of a woman pl playing with herself. Well, yes. I was making fun of a picture of a woman playing with herself in my dining room. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Am I allowed to not use any of that? No, I think you I think you I, I think that's a license to joke. But here's what I ask you. Yes, please. What are the things I'm because I'm sure you've analyzed this. Mm -hmm. 
what are the types of things that most successfully can get a rise out of your mother? For someone who doesn't like comedy, what are the areas? Oh, Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, what types of things are the easiest ways in? If I tell a story about her in the past that okay. slightly paints her in a picture that she might not have been the most thoughtful mother. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So she'll she'll laugh at her. That does work or doesn't work? It does. Okay. She, uh, Sebastian, he, he lies all the You know he lies. My mother loves to say he lies. <laughs> okay. He lies. He lies. <laughs> so it's if it's about her. Yes. And it's it's a little bit embarrassing, but it can't be too far. No. If it's too far. Then it'll be like Sebastian. She'll leave. She'll, right. be, she'll say in front of people, you hurt me. Yeah. And so, which I find <laughs> retroactively so funny. Yeah. Because my mother is me without the giggles. Yeah. All the drama that's inside of me is inside yeah. of her. She also yeah. knows how to do comedy. She's She knows comedy. She just, I would say, then maybe chooses to not do stay it. Stay out. Yeah. But she's like punched up things that we've done or like said, oh, it's funny. Really? Because, Famously. Like, she knows. Yeah. Famously, my mother, had, her, the best joke she ever told was we were mm -hmm. watching Scary Movie. And one. I think <laughs> the one. original. Yeah. And I was a child. Yeah. I must have been 10, yeah. right? So we were the same age, right? Yeah, 2000 the movie came out. Yeah. 10, 11. Yeah, yeah 10, 11. Yeah. Um, and so the dick goes through the guy's head. Yes, famously. Well, famously, the huge yeah. penis goes in one ear, out yeah. the other. Yeah. Hilarious. And yeah. my mother, to her children, her 10 year old, sitting on the ground, sitting at the foot of her bed as we're watching mm -hmm. the, the DVD rental. Yeah. She goes, Well, that's a real dickhead. <laughs> Clip it, mom. We're tagging you on Insta. But that's, look, that's a great point for Mike. She yeah. knows how to make the jokes. She does. Yeah. That's not just like, oh, you accidentally say something funny. That's her in her head doing joke math. Yeah. yeah. And timing it correctly and delivering it yeah. correctly. It's great. Right. She does have it in her. Oh, 100%. We it's, call her from the car. She can. she knows yeah. how to, she makes us laugh. Oh, yeah. I call, yeah. I call my mom I don't know what the you car. Well, we were driving to Massachusetts and yeah. we were getting, we were going to Vermont to do shows. Yeah. And we we're driving through Massachusetts to get weed yeah. and I call my mother up to ask her how much weed she wants. Yeah. Like he thinks he's doing a joke. I right. think I'm doing a joke. Like, and what did my mother her. say? I have my own stash. My mom goes, I have my own stash. <laughs> I mean, she's funny. But you know what? You know what else? I mean, it shows a certain intelligence of her picking her moments. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, she yeah, knows yeah. her being anti-comedy in general yes. will make the rare times that she slips a little and makes a joke that much funnier. It's rare to find... My mother is an mm -hmm. anomaly because it's yeah. rare to find someone that can do comedy yes. that doesn't want to. Yes, most she is an world, anomaly. Most yeah. of the world is people that want to do yeah. comedy and that cannot. Can't. And, yes. and not only that, not only that, like, there, there are people who don't want to do comedy professionally yes. but love being funny. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, Anyone yes. you know who doesn't want to do comedy professionally but is funny lets you know. Yeah. 100%. Oh, especially if yes. you do comedy? Right. Oh, and they have a couple beers? But they want to be the funny guy at the table or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you let them be the funny guy at the table? Absolutely. I do. I do, too. I do. I don't know if you're the same way. I, I'm very comfortable being totally off. Like, not... Yeah, me too. It depends I, the situation. I think I was such an... <laughs> What do you laugh? It what? depends the situation. It depends. No. Yeah. I mean, if the three Sometimes. of us sitting in the kitchen, was I trying to be on? Not at all. No. I, I think know. we're having like a reasonable conversation. I think yeah. we came in here and the laugh started. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I think I was. Once it gets an audience yeah. at a few drinks. I think oh, I like was like on. a. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think I was like a very uh, uh, sensitive, insecure, tiny, fragile child. Right? No. 
you you wouldn't no. believe it. you'd never believe <laughs> you, it. Griff? you'd never believe it but like you get into that thing of using comedy as a defense mechanism yeah, and like yeah. i'm gonna frame the way people see me before they get a chance to make fun of me or whatever uh-huh. right yes. yeah yeah and and so i think for a very long time it was like if i'm at a party if i'm at a bar if i'm with friends i'm on this is a performance yeah and then i think the more that i've performed professionally or even just in front of an actual audience the more I've been like, oh, when I'm with friends, I don't have to do anything. Sure. I feel exactly the same. I, I can just talk to people. I no longer have that insecurity in social settings. I have different insecurities. But I don't necessarily feel the need to be the funny guy. We would have been funny friends growing up. We would have been really funny because friends. Because yeah. we had the exact opposite problems. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We had the exact opposite problems. But manifested in the same way. A hundred percent. When it's like a, a, a Republican and a Democrat on the super right. ends, how right. they meet at the top or whatever people say. Right. It's, it's know, Scalia and RBG yeah. being like, actually... Yes. We were really good friends. Yeah. There's something about us that would have been, we had the same problem. Yes. Yes. It's it's that control why people are laughing thing, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. worried that the second I walk into the room, everyone's going to laugh at me. Why? Well, well, I'm saying, I think it was a similar thing of yeah. like my, my complex about my physical presence. Yes. The judgments people are going to make about me yes. immediately, all that sort of stuff. And it's like, I got to control the laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I was outrageous in certain ways about being like i would rather people think that guy's a lunatic yes but i know it's my own doing yeah rather than them coming and making a judgment on me that i'm not in control of yeah which now i'm just like make the judgment make the judgment yeah it doesn't and when i want to be funny i'll try to be funny but but yeah you'd rather be flawed so deeply in another direction i know than someone say oh sebastian has man boobs Yes. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Or like I, Griffin's a pussy. Like I, yes. I was, I, I felt like I spent a lot of high school acting like Kramer where I was just oh, sort of wow. like <laughs> insane and would do inexplicable things. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 and they'd be like, Griffin's fucking a lunatic. And I'm yeah. like, mission accomplished. Yeah. I felt that I feel the, the same way. I was like, I would act out. I would get so yeah. drunk and I would get like, yes, I would be the, the loudest dude at the party. Right. And I, since I started performing, I yeah. s- stopped having to be that. Yes, yes. It's yes. actually a beautiful thing. Because I know you, I mean, we, we've we performed together in different yes. capacities, but a lot of our friendship has been very quiet. Yeah. I feel like when you and I see each other, it's often in a very quiet, muted, sensitive space. I'm a sensitive man. Oh, you're one of the most sensitive guys I know. It's 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 weird. Yes. But but I think we, we both – that's maybe a thing we've connected. I think you're yeah. saying – I mean, we would have been interesting – I think we would have done some incredible bits together. We would have driven people insane. Oh, yeah. But we would have done a lot of, like, class bits together. Would you I like think. to go to the board as a kid? Sometimes. I was a big, like, let me okay. go to the board and yeah, stand yeah, yeah, in yeah. front of the class and, and answer the questions. I think I was more – I think I was more behind the desk from the back of the room kind of guy. I'd mm-hmm. save the board for if I really had something. Oh, Interesting. I was going. I was going to the board yeah. and like writing words that were like sure. inappropriate. Yes. S- scratching them out real of fast. Of course. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I would often have a partner. I'd off. It would go through, but I'd be like, I need a partner in this. I need. It's got to uh, be a duo. Okay. Yeah, would yeah. they know? They would know. No. Oh, no they no, would they be would, in. They on would it. know. They would know. I'd be like, I need someone else who you know. I don't. I don't want to be standing there alone. You know. Sure. I want I want to be working these bits together. I would actively flirt with teachers in front of me the too. Class. That was Huge. my big. That was my Huge. biggest move. That's the funny. Huge. That was yeah. my biggest Kids, move. That is, if you're in high school, that's yeah. your power move. Right. That's the only power you have is yes. to flirt with teachers. Yeah, 
uh, Tom Sharpling was saying about uh, why he loves the movie Clifford so much, the Martin Short movie. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say the Big Red Dog movie. Also. <laughs> <laughs> But he was saying the dog is just so damn big. <laughs> he was like, it's an entire movie made up of the dynamic that I think is the funniest in the world, uh-huh. which is a child yes. punching an adult man in the testicles. <laughs> yes, because it's yes. such a hurtful thing, mm-hmm. both in terms of like physical pain and also like the shattered pride of the man Ugh. who is having this done in front of other people. But it's like, but there's no retaliation. Yeah. An adult cannot punch a kid back in the nuts, right? No, There's this no, power yeah, imbalance yeah, yeah. where, like, a, a child is able to do something that is this painful. It is the one way they can truly beat an adult in a fight. Yes. Right? It's like you hit them in this, like, t- tender spot, and then they look like a fool in front of everybody, and the adult can't do anything. Nothing at all. You can right. get in trouble later. Yes. But you win that fight. Right. And if the yeah. adult, like, gets too angry, they look bad. Yeah. If the adult yells at the kid too loudly, you're like, that guy's got anger problems. It's right? only L's. Right. Only L's the adults could have. Right. And I, there's similarly a thing I think of a student flirting with a teacher where it's like, yeah. you can't do anything in response to this. You cannot. You cannot. It's a more dangerous game. It's it's playing with fire. It's playing with fire. But like, if you're, if you're a fucking... If you're really trying to go out there for the laughs in the back of a classroom, mm-hmm. you flirt with a teacher. Yeah. I don't think I ever had the courage to do this, but I, uh. I, I admire the courage on your part because it is a thing where it's just like the, the teacher is in an impossible position. It was, yeah, go ahead, Rob. My, I did, so, like, I remember the end of my sophomore year, I'm, yeah. like, flirting. I'm, like, Miss Roden wants to make out with me. I know I know you want to make out. Like, I was, like, flirting a little you bit, maybe a little bit too much. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's a lot. Anyways, <laughs> I'm in class with Miss Roden. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, I was saying that she wanted to make out with me, which is a, like me that's pushing a, the end of the school I was year. Say, it's that's, like, and it's also overt. You're not even dancing around. The no, middle. you're making a direct well. It, it claim. had it had built to this. I would say all yeah. throughout the year. And she's like, this is like she took my uh, yearbook away. She's like, you're disgusting. I would never make out with you. Like all appropriate. this appropriate, very yeah. Appropriate. We good, lo- good well, teacher. Good yeah. te- I would say. The bare minimum a teacher yeah. could do is yes. say, I will not make out with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And my New mom, Jersey schools. my mom who <laughs> got mad at me for, my mom gets ma- got mad at me for everything. Yeah. If I got a B minus, like my mom was somebody yeah. like, I got my phone taken away. She took my side in this story because yeah. she said that the teacher shouldn't be calling me disgusting. And I was like, I was like, wow, this is no, incredible. I, I, I guess I was in the right. My Robbie, he's <laughs> yeah. a hot piece of ass. <laughs> well, she was like, say, I, I forget what the whole conversation yeah, he's was. A handsome young man. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, this is my only shot at like my mom not getting mad is being like, yeah, she was mean to me. Like she called me disgusting. She was saying you all like, like essentially flipped it into a basket of deplorable situation. Yeah, I guess. Just like distracted from the behavior. In yeah, I was wrong. And just turned it into the name calling. But I think, I mean, look, if I can come out again, double down on my support of Miss Roden. Uh-huh. Yeah, ahead, yeah, please. yeah. I do think you need to say that's disgusting, you're disgusting. I think in her position, because you're not just- Okay, the act is disgusting. Because you're not just doing a bit of acting like we're being flirty, which she can just ignore. You're saying Miss Roden wants to make out. <laughs> yes. Right? Your bit is now accusing her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accusing her well, of wanting flirt- to do something. It was flirting. Wanting oh. to pedif- ped- be a right. pedophile. It was, right. So Miss yeah, Roden yeah, has yeah. to immediately go like, that's not true. <laughs> and I am revolted at the concept. She can't say that's not true. And I'm indifferent to yes. the idea. She can't go, oh, stop, Ryan. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. silly. She has to yeah. both say we haven't and I would never. Yeah. yeah. 
She's actually totally in the right. She's totally in the right. I've never heard someone that, like, she was like a lawyer advised her what to say. She probably called someone and was like, what do I do? I, w- I would have given her a raise. Yeah. 100%. If I was a superintendent of that district, I would have, I would have, I would have her be a speaker. Yes. Going from school to school going, this is the exact <laughs> way. You respond to someone trying to make a mockery out of you. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, so, all year, I, I mean, she like blew up, uh, but it was, she rightfully blew up. She rightfully blew up. At you. She yelled at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Took away my uh, yearbook. She was yeah. like, you're never getting Good. this back. Yeah. Okay. Bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which was the correct thing. After a year, and she was like a first year teacher. Uh, oh, yeah. first year. First year. Jesus, this is so hard. <laughs> I know. I know. I was. I know. I thought I was funny. I, I remember uh, I had a teacher who loved uh, my history teacher. Uh-huh. Was really into like weird pop culture artifacts around the war and things like that. Right? What war? Uh, any war. I mean, he was like a history teacher. He was a nerd. Oh, okay. cool, cool. But I think like weird uh, artifacts and media propaganda films, things like that. Like uh-huh. the way the media supported wars when they were going on. Yes, or whatever, yes, yes, right? Yes. It was a thing we talked about. I was a big animation nerd. Another thing that might surprise you <laughs> okay. in high school, wanting to like rant about animation yeah. techniques and shit, right? right? Okay. So the, the Walt Disney Company used to release these DVDs called the Treasure uh, Collections, a Treasure oh, Series, Walt Disney Treasures, oh, oh, right? Treasures. It was like the vault. It was the out of the vault stuff, but it was like shit that was like this is only for adult connoisseurs. I think my dad had that. It was like they stuff come in tin me. cans. hundred yes. percent. Okay. This is like they a, looked like a movie film. Yes. Uh, uh, like a little round thing on yes. the side of it. Yeah. Connor Ratliff absolutely owns every single one of okay. these. They're like <laughs> essentially the things that he would make his Twitter uh, uh, threads out of. Yes. He remember watched. when he did the yes. da- the hundred days of Daffy Duck or whatever? Right. Right, because they'd be like, this is for connoisseurs. We're going to release every Donald Duck cartoon in chronological order with mm-hmm. historical context. Yes. Right? These are the things that kids don't want to watch. No. And it's purely historical preservation, limited runs. So there was one called like Walt Disney on the front lines or something. Mm-hmm. And it was all the weird animation that Walt Disney did in support of World War II. Oh. Which okay. was like there's a there's a Donald Duck cartoon that was like theatrically released that's him having a dream about fighting the Nazis. Right. And then there's like cool. uh, like a seven dwarves cartoon that was like only aired. I, I don't know where that was about buying war bonds. Oh, hi ho, hi ho. Like support the war we go or whatever. He made a feature length film called Victory Through Airfare that was like released in theaters. That's uh-huh. like a totally sober animated documentary about like our aired forces or whatever. Interesting. Wow. So it's two to set of all this bizarre stuff where you're just like, I could never imagine the Walt Disney Company today loaning its characters in support of like any war, letting them yeah. be that politicized, period. Ever. It's a right? little more subtle. Yeah, yes. More, su- <laughs> more right. subtle. It's a little more subtle. But that's why like, you what know. What they do today. For, for they how, suck. For how no, much no, like no. someone <laughs> like fucking DeSantis wants to like push back on this idea where they're like, yeah. Disney is forcing politics down our throat. Yes. It's like they used to have like, Sneezy, look at the camera and be like, buy war bonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? So I remember like saying to the teacher, like, I got this thing. You I, can can we have one day a class where I bring this DVD in and we show some of it? Because uh-huh. hey, I was always just like, if you can get a teacher to show you something in class, yeah, yeah, great, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I yeah. just always wanted to have the day where you sit back and you watch a TV screen, right? Hundred percent. But I was also like, this is relevant to what we're talking about. I'll gain brownie points with this guy. I like this guy or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, whatever his last name was, I already forget. But I said to him, I was like, Mister Blank, I, I'm gonna bring this in. This is gonna be like a wet dream for you. Woo! The whole class went silent. Oh. And he was like, Griffin, that is. 
you cannot say that. <laughs> and he was one of the teachers where it felt like he would like humor me. He would let me do the bits. He would like view them as constructive. In a good yes. teacher way, he kind of saw like, this is the way Griffin engages. And that's a if, great teacher. If I try to shut him down, he will become oppositional and will mm -hmm. be disruptive. I will let him make jokes about the thing we're talking about. If he wants to riff about fucking like Taft in the bathtub or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, love that. Yeah, we yeah. love that because he's on subject. He's paying attention, right? Yes, 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 And yes. so I was just like, we're like buddies. We're fucking shooting the shit. I was yeah. like, you're going to have a fucking wet dream for you. And he was just like, I am your teacher. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you cannot imply. Like it was this sobering I'm moment. I'm come in my sleep. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, so yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. Disney vault. Right, so I'm just thinking of this moment where a male teacher said to me, yeah. like, you cannot make jokes about me having any sexual reaction to anything. No. That yeah. is a line we cannot cross. Yeah. And then you're here with a fucking first year teacher saying, yeah. she wants to make out with yes. me. Yes. I know you want to make out with 22. me. She must have been 22. Yeah, in hindsight. In hindsight. Poor wow. lady. Poor lady. You think about that when you have like young, well. young teachers who are younger than you are now, and I you know. imagine having to stand in front of children like Robbie, like yeah. Robbie, and having to try to command their respect. Uh, did you ever make a teacher cry? <sighs> it's a bad feeling. I think it's a bad feeling. I think I came just short of it. I I think because mm -hmm. I I feel like if I did, I would have that memory of of it being that bad. I think I had the moment where a teacher would just be like. Oh yeah! Please, I'm begging you. It's where I could like feel the like the breaking in their voice, yeah, and right. I always at that point was like, I've I've crossed the line. A hundred. I don't think yeah. I ever pushed someone to cry, but I I did. I would get to that point, and then I would, I I'd be deep in my thoughts. Who am I? What kids, am I doing? kids yeah. see teachers. Yes. At their weakest moments, yes. I know I see my teachers break down more than I've seen my sisters. More than I've yeah. seen my parents yes. emotionally break down. Yes. I've seen certain teachers literally have like throw books against the wall, yes. scream, right. and have to storm out the room to get a breath. And someone else came in and was like, um, Mr. Anderson's going to need a break tonight. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> like a complete meltdown multiple times a year. And we were just like, yeah, that's what being a teacher is. Absolutely. You just have a public meltdown in right. front of 30, 30 children. How could you not? Yes. Yeah. How could you not? Yeah. I think they are like, my life is going to be dedicated to helping children. And then they're like, have this romanticized version of it. And you, then it kind of yes. is sobering when it, you're in the front of a classroom. You're like, I hate every second of this. I think everyone this. assumes horrible. they're going to be like Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous Minds. Yeah. To, that, to uh, some, or or yeah. Robin Williams in yeah. Dead Poet uh, Society. Like so anyone, Stand and Deliver. That's right, why I, right. like, I saw Stand and Deliver. I was like, I kind of want to be a math teacher. Right. Like whether you're, sure. whether you're Robin Williams and immediately every kid is just charmed by you or mm -hmm. you're like tough love, Stand and Deliver, Michelle Shelf or whatever. Yeah. I think yeah. every teacher imagines I'm going to change every single one of these kids' lives. Yeah. And when you have some kid <laughs> who's just like, I don't give a shit. Sure. Yeah. People need to be watching high school high and realize what the reality is going to be. Right. Right. Most teaching is like high school high. It's more like John Lovett. Yeah. Which pretty good movie. Actually, I I've always defended so that movie. I think the movie has like good jokes in it. Oh yeah, good yeah. jokes. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I made. Uh, I definitely made teachers cry by accident, and but I feel bad. Yeah. I right. broke. I'm. A, I teach improv. Yes. Yes. So I have seen the other side of it. Right. So I have dealt with people. Yeah. And I have looked at students in their eyes. Yeah. And I said, when I was a child. <laughs> my no way. Dad, I said, when I was a child. <laughs> yeah. And I saw Chris Farley on SNL. Yeah. And I said, that's what I want to do with my life. Yeah. 
I always imagined myself having to watch bad comedy. <laughs> to teach hours, bad comedy to a bunch of students. This was my dream all along. Yeah. I've yelled that at students. Wow. That's wow. What you, you've you've yeah. said that, though. I've said that. Yeah. And, wow. and when I hit my breaking points. Yeah. Also, the worst part is, like, having to teach kids not to, like, pick their ass. Really? Well, sure. Sure. Adults. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, the, it, loud about nothing. Uh-huh. It does kind of speak to this exact instinct we're talking about. Like, all of us at 13 being like, I need to be loud. Oh, yes. yes. Right? I like to be heard. Yeah. I, I need to be heard. Mm-hmm. Whether or not I got anything worthwhile to say. Nothing, usually. No, usually nothing. Did you, Even, like, I did the announcements for my junior high. Oh, sure. And I just... I wanted attention so bad, yeah. I was willing to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. Just the words of the Pledge yeah, of Allegiance. Yeah. What am I getting out of that? You want to you hear, I mean, one like that. So my my school, I, I grew up in New York City, so it was like a, a vertical school where it's a, in a building with uh, flights. Yes, right? so did I, yeah. Right. Three, four flights I, my schools were Yeah. So there was a, a tradition in my school. I went to like a, a, K th- a pre through 12 school. But it was split into two buildings or three buildings around the same neighborhood, right? Cool. And the tradition before Thanksgiving break was, uh, I think he was one of the English teachers, would dress up as Mr. Turkey. Mr. Turkey. They okay. had a turkey costume. Mr. Turkey was a character. and he It's would... a character just that existed in your school. Yeah. I've never heard of Mr. Turkey. No, 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 no. It was, it was a character that existed within my school. Okay. This guy's portrayal yeah, yeah, yeah. of Mr. Turkey. <laughs> he had worked there for decades. I don't know if Mr. Turkey survived past him, and I graduated before he retired, and I don't know if Mr. Turkey <laughs> lived so past funny. him. I don't know if they had to pass it down <laughs> to someone else. He's like, in his We're retirement, he's like, I can't retire until I yeah. find a successor. It kind of felt like <laughs> Santa Claus. He's it was sort of yeah. like, yeah, because I want to say his son eventually also became a teacher at the school. And there was this question of like, is he does he by default become the next Mr. Turkey? He has to. Or do they do they make the decision based on talent? Do they have to audition? No. Do they want? Because this is the thing. Mr. Turkey was not just like a mascot costume where uh-huh. he would walk in and be a turkey and everyone would cheer. What would Mr. It Mr. was turkey like get? open face. It was like a turkey suit, but like uh... thing on the head, open face. And he would like write a routine every year. That's oh. I don't even remember what the underlying comedy of Mr. Turkey was. But he <laughs> I was, hope it was that he was a turkey and a man and he, a, and he was about to be eaten on he, he was sort of an erudite Brooklyn English teacher okay. right? yes. who had this beautiful, like, deep voice yeah, yeah, yeah. and would give this sort of, like, pompous faux intellectual Mr. Turkey what this time of year is about kind of speech, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those, I only went there for the high school and everyone was like, get ready for fucking Mr. Turkey. And yeah. I had to, like, pretend like I got in jokes I had never heard before. Sure, but sure, they're like, that's right. funny because he says that every year. And I was like, ha ha, yes, I get it. Yeah. I don't think I ever totally got Mr. Turkey. Was there a catchphrase he had? Yeah, uh, uh, what does Mr. Turkey say? Waddle, waddle, waddle. Or something waddle, like that. Waddle, waddle, waddle. There was a call and response thing. Oh, that yeah, was the yeah. song. Okay. okay. And then he would like <laughs> whip out his scroll and, and he would have his monologue. High schoolers are still this loving it because so- it's so nostalgic. Exactly. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think maybe the high school version of the routine each year is a little more like tongue in cheek or okay, whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah. high scores would would like it. I think it was the thing where when you were a kid, you were like, this is funny. I'm not old enough to get this yet. Uh, and then in middle school, it's like crushing. And then in high school, you're kind of looking back on it nostalgically. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. so M- Mr. Turkey would have to do like four shows on Thanksgiving. Wow. That's a f- 
that's a lot of shows. Right, because yeah. it would be like Mr. Turkey does like preschool. Uh-huh. Then he runs over to the lower school building, right? Uh-huh. He does that all lower school assembly. Sure. Then he does the all middle school assembly, which is on the top floor uh-huh. in the gym. And then on th- in the lobby is the all high school assembly. Great. So high schools always get Mr. Turkey last. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And there would always be like uh, the regular announcements, the final assembly before Thanksgiving break. The principal gives all the announcements and whatever. And then it was like the school paper. I think whoever was the editor of the school paper was part of the tradition that they would always like write a little comedy skit or something. Cool. And it was like that was the thing that needed to happen in the schedule to give Mr. Turkey the buffer time. Yes. To make it from the top floor to the bottom floor. And there was uh-huh. this one year where Mr. Turkey was just running late. Uh-oh. Right? And it was Uh-oh. like the the newspaper editors had done their routine. No more announcements. Yeah, Principal yeah. gets up and it was like does anyone else have anything they wanted? Like desperate for like Sure, filling are, time. Anyone have clubs they wanna pitch? Like what what do we what can we do here? Filling time and it was like five and how minutes. How many students are there? Not a lot. You went to a smaller school. I went school, to right? a smaller school, but it's like you know, it's it's five hundred people or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of people. Or four somewhere between four and five hundred people, yeah, I think. That's enough, it's scary. Right. Crammed into a lobby, up the stairs, you know, like all this sort of shit. And the elevators are right there. And it, it truly was a thing where we're looking at the elevators uh-huh. and every time you see like the numbers going down you're like this is gonna be fucking mr turkey in the elevator Uh. doors are gonna open it's gonna be mr turkey we're all gonna explode right (laughs) and then it would come out and it was like cesar the elevator operator you know (laughs) and then we cesar happy to see you but where's mr turkey you know right (laughs) we gotta be nice to cesar right and there was a point where i mean cesar was a legend but there was a point where my friend and i turned to each other you remember his name you don't remember mr turkey i don't know cesar was a good dude yeah yeah yeah, but there's a point where me and a, a friend of mine turned to each other and we were like i guess we gotta get up there (laughs) <laughs> like oh, it, dep- wow. it was on your shoulders. Yes, this is the insane. This is why I'm telling the story. It was on you because I, in that moment, felt like I've been trying to resist it, but I really guess yeah. I need to step up and do this for the sake of everyone else. You were the you were the man that needed to step up for for his school to yeah. defend the t- the wasted time. Yeah, yeah. So my friend and I get up, and she had like a little speaker plugged into her like iPod, uh-huh. and we played "I Want You Back" by the Jackson Five, and we just danced. Amazing. Amazing. Which was a thing we just would do at parties and yeah, 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 yeah. You had a you had a, like a plan dance. We had like a little bit of a routine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we just did that. No one asked us to do that. We just stood up and went to the <laughs> principal and we're like, "Gail, we got this." <laughs> so you you <laughs> don't <laughs> worry. You've opened for Mr. Turkey before. I have. And wow. then we were like, oh, what a credit. And, I just said that at the beginning. Yeah. And then we Christ. were like we were finished and we just sat back down. And it was one of those things where it was like we weren't booed. It didn't bomb. Uh-huh. But people weren't yeah. like loving it, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I also think everyone was like, why did this just happen? <laughs> like, I guess they gave us something to pay attention to yeah, for like yeah, four yeah. minutes, but they didn't sure. have any other material than that. No. What was this? And I remember Not uh, even Thanksgiving themes. My brother was like, had just now gotten into high school. Okay. I guess I must have been a senior and he was a freshman that year. So it was like the first time we were in high school together. Yeah. And he he was like so embarrassed. Really? Wow! Because <laughs> everyone's like, he was Look, such your a, big brother's getting up he there. Was Look. Such a shy kid. Oh no! And he was just like, what would compel someone <laughs> to feel the need to get up and do a stupid dance in front? Of them? And I was just like, what else was I supposed to do? Mr. Turkey wasn't coming back. Like that that yeah, feeling yeah, of like, yeah, I yeah. I need to do something. So, so something. There's a lull. I'll fill it. I I must. I'll fill it with comedy of me just dancing. And they'll thank me. 
You because you did comedy early as a kid. Yeah. Do you remember you did went to stand up camp or whatever? I it was like a it was like a weekend program thing. Yeah. What do you remember your first joke? Um. Uh. So I I didn't have like you didn't have a first joke at when you were because how old were you when you started? I was like ten. Ten. Yeah, it's still a thing that exists. This woman uh, named Joanne Grossman, her husband Stu Grossman, do a thing called Kids in Comedy in New York City, mm-hmm. where they will like rent out a comedy club on weekend afternoons when they're not going to do a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it used to be Caroline's. I think they do Gotham now. They've done Gotham for a while. I'm not keeping up with it. Don't look for me for for uh, uh, to check. I'm not following your Kids in Comedy tour. I'm I mean, so like, sorry. So, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not asking you for Gotham, right? Probably, is yeah, that yeah, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> Uh-huh. I actually know somebody who did something similar, and they did do a show at Gotham. Yeah, and, and it, who? This girl that I used to hook up with, younger brother, and she asked me if he was old enough to do UCB, and I was like, uh, "Now he was like 11." Yeah, and I, and she, he did a stand-up thing. Yeah, wow. So um, she might he might have done that program. Yeah, they, they would do they do a show like once a month. And it would be a thing that would be like marketed as like things for parents to do in New York City, right? Like yeah, fun yeah. things to do with kids oh, on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, That's great. Yeah. That so you just actually... perform for like other kids and parents. Yeah, beautiful. I love right. that. And um, then like once a month, alternate, not the same week uh, weekend as the show, they would do like a workshop where if you were like past, if you had gotten past and you were part of the Jeez. kids in comedy even, rotation. Oh my God. It's brutal <laughs> even as a 10 year old. I know. Comedy uh, sucks. You have bro. to like work out your new material so they can see you're still, you still got it. You can't rest on your laurels, but also that's when kids would come and audition, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, it was a thing where like my dad took me to one of those shows and I was like, I want to do that. Okay. And my dad was a big sport guy. My brother was a jock and I was the first kid. So I think they just wedged me into like, the boys do sports on the weekend. And I, I was yeah. miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad took me to the show, and I was like, this is what I want to do on the weekends. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we found out, like, uh, oh, there's the workshop they do where you can come and try out new material. And I was like, I'm going to fucking crush. I kill it in sure. fucking English class. Why wouldn't this? Of course. I got it. I remember the only thing I did in the first show that got a laugh was I did It was topical. It was topical at the time. Okay, okay. I won't judge. I, I, I'm, I'm ready. I did a bit about the trailer for Baby Geniuses. Okay. Do you remember we Baby Geniuses? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. love that movie where the babies become smart. Right. So I did a bit about how bad the dubbing was. My mom would have hated that movie. <laughs> the babies were small, though. <laughs> they were small? They were normally sized. My mom would have My mom would have liked it until they started talking or thinking. Yeah, sure, sure. Making jokes. <laughs> my mom goes, oh, I love this movie. There's babies. Wisecracking. Wait a second. These right. aren't normal babies. <laughs> Your mom's ideal movie is an Anne Getty's calendar. <laughs> Let me just look at them. <laughs> I saw so many dramas growing up. Yeah. Inappropriate. I sure. saw Amistad in theaters. Mm. I must have been nine, eight years old. Sure, sure. I saw The Patriot. I remember having a yeah. panic attack yeah. because Heath Ledger died and he was 13. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm about to be 13. Why, why is this happening to me or right, something? Right, yes. right. Yeah. Um, I, the Baby Geniuses, I just remember doing a joke where I was doing my impression of the dubbing in that movie was very bad. Uh-huh. And they weren't even doing like sort of, in my memory, the babe style thing where it's like, because it's real babies in the movie. Of course. But this is post-babe when they had like shot real animals and then put CGI lips on them. And people oh, were like, this yeah, is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like they're really talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And baby geniuses, from my memory, the babies were just kind of like, and then there'd be uh, full sentences coming out. Uh, like they'd sort of let babies just sort of like And gaggle. you could do it. You could do that. I, would, I, whole I just did, out. right. Like, I wow, that's just a good, that's did a good, some yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I like said one word, like yeah. "wow" or whatever. Uh-huh. I remember that getting a laugh, and that was the only thing in that first workshop that got a laugh. And you didn't? Did you get passed? I didn't, but but I think the the difference was you talk about like even at that age, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the way you know whether or not this is like a thing you want to do is I was just like, fuck, God damn it, I gotta fucking prove myself to these people. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, like I came off of it and I was like, I know I can be funny. Yes. Right, and so I just like did it once a month until I, I had a good enough routine that they passed me and then I did it for a couple of years. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. that's fun. That's yeah. amazing. But the Baby Geniuses was the first one I remember, the only one I remember working in that first show. Yeah. So I say, come on the pod, Griffin. Yeah. And this is before you realize that we're just loosey-goosey. And I told you I'd give you the opportunity. You said, can I talk about bagels? Well, so I, thought... I need to know what is going on with you that you're like, I need to be talking about bagels right now. <laughs> what is your life right now that you're like, I need a platform where I'm talking bagels? Well, now I feel like we're winding it up too much. But the last time I did this show. It's wild. This, it, Griffin texted me. He goes, I need to get on the pod. I need. I have something to say. Please let <laughs> that, it be heard. That is not how this went down. Not at all. 100% now. <laughs> a, a telegram came to my door. And he said, you have a message from Griffin Newman. That was it. It's a fucking spooky butler. Sebastian. <laughs> You have a message from Sir Newman. <laughs> the trumpets fanfare. Thank you, Archibald. <laughs> um, no, you texted me and said, do you want to come back to the show again? We're doing yeah. it in person. I said, yeah. sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to be in a room. Yeah, well, who knows what the truth is? Mine sounds really true. So. No. <laughs> Hate to be in a Zoom, love to be in a room. Love, yeah. Oh, yeah, me right, too. Right. I'm about it. Right. Love you guys. Had a great yeah. time doing the pod last time, but it was it was the peak of the pandemic, right? Zoom. Yeah. Right. Now, I've been watching when you post all the videos now, because now you have this fancy setup, and you, fancy. you post the videos, the cameras, and everything. I wasn't listening to full episodes. Last time I was on the show, it was like, you have to pick a topic. <laughs> yes, yes. You have to be ready to go hog wild on a topic. Yes, yes. So you yes. asked me to do we, this. You should have told them that. Yeah, right. You have to come up with a topic anymore. Right. You didn't I, tell me that. And then we had a couple days of texting back and forth on scheduling. So then I was sort of like, what's a topic I feel like is broad enough, but I have strong enough opinions about that I'd be ready to talk about. And I started coming up with some bagel takes. It's not like I have anything Let's super. Let's hear a bagel take. We got to hear a bagel take. It's not like I have anything super hot to say, but no, I, I no. did feel like when you then told me we don't have a topic anymore, uh, I felt a little lit down. I was like. Can we just talk about bagels at some point? Because I feel like you're 100%. also going to have opinions. Oh, yeah. oh you yeah. know I have opinions And I also have an interesting bagel story that I need See, to get to the bottom See, this one talking about. Your belly's hanging <laughs> <laughs> Your belly's hanging out of right. your shirt. <laughs> you're a mess today, Robbie. I'm a mess today. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm, life okay. is beautiful. Yeah, I have bagel takes too. And uh, you know what? Now everyone knows how bad I am at booking this podcast. I, I, well. I, yeah, it's hard. Well, yeah. But look, I mean, topics come up. Topics come natural. I understand what you're saying, where it's like most podcasts, you start and you get a lot more rigid in your format. You go like, the show has to be this. We have to do this. 100%. Yeah. At a certain point, you're just like, the show's fucking whatever it is. Either just... the people like me or they right. don't. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yes. And the things will happen or they won't. You don't have to rein yourself. Now we got the sign. The sign, know, the sign the gives us, yeah. yeah, it's like the genie. But I had made I made a note on my phone and I was like, come up, because last time when you asked me, like, come up with a list of some things, I'll tell you what works. And we did cell phone games and then, but I had like sent you a list that was like napping. Like I yeah, gave you yeah, a list yeah. of like six or seven things I like that I felt like I had strong opinions about, right? Uh -huh. And I had a notes app to try to come up with some things to pitch to you. Amazing. And the only two I came up with were bagels and that thing when your iPhone is running out of storage. 
and uh, and there's the percentage that says like other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's in the other? What's in the other? And why can't you delete that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this sounds more like like a. a it's a, a fucking Seinfeld premise. bit. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. What's in the other? <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I was like, bagels. That's a broad well, enough thing that I feel like we're all fucking guys who grew up in the tri-state area are gonna yeah. have strong opinions about bagels. Thank you for saying tri-state to include the loser. Thank you. I, <laughs> thank you. We don't have to. Thank you. It doesn't thank have to you. fucking thank take you, over Griffin. the podcast, but I do think. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, there might be something you. here. Now, here's the thing I've been thinking on a lot, okay? Okay, bagel take hot, hot, hot. Yeah, well, Uh-oh. good choice of words here, okay? Okay. I'm someone who almost always yeah. wants my bagel toasted. Okay. Interesting. I feel like some New Yorkers view that as sacrilege. I have be- opinions. Because you might be in a place where there is not a thriving bagel market, where the place where you can get local bagels, it's frozen, it's shipped or whatever. Of course you want it toasted because you need to come back alive. Yes. And in New York City, we have a lot of bagel places where they're making them fresh on site. There's churn. There's bagels hot out of the oven. Mm-hmm. And people go, why do you need it toasted if it's already hot? It just came off the line, right? It's already hot. So I went to get a bagel nearby here right before this record. Okay. okay? And that, that thing happened where I said, can I get everything toasted, Scalia? And they said, it's literally, we just pulled these uh, steam lines coming You went to Bergen Bagels. I went to Bergen Bagels. Okay. okay. Pretty good bagel shop. Pretty good bagel shop. Yeah. And then we're like, steam coming up. Do you still want it toasted? And I went, no, I guess, I guess you can just give it to me warm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Murray's Bagel is a great bagel place. They always say, Amazing. we refuse to toast. I was about to say, uh, don't I've ask. been in places where they right. don't toast. Murray's, they're like, our turnaround's so fast. These bagels are so fresh. We refuse to toast. It's better for you to get it like this. Yeah. There's a two-pronged thing for me. One is that, much like you, I love talking. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, of course. So especially You're if You're a I'm, storyteller. I'm a storyteller. You're a storyteller. Yes. Especially if I'm with someone else and I get a bagel, I might not immediately bite into it. And even if I bite into it, I might be eating it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow, you love talking so much that it affects your bagel eating and decisions. Bagel this is amazing. Maybe my single favorite food. Right? Okay. okay. But even if I'm just like, it's the morning, let me go out, get a cup of coffee and a bagel, sit the little table outside my local bagel place. Amazing. I might be like taking out my phone, checking emails, whatever. I don't want to have slow. to scarf it. I'm a slow eater. Okay, and I like to multitask and all of this. There shouldn't be a rush with the bagel. There shouldn't be a rush with the bagel. I agree. And if you're saying this bagel's so hot and so fresh you don't need it, eventually it will cool down, and then I will just have a soft bagel. But here's the thing. And I like the integrity that toasting provides more than anything else. You don't like the dough. I, yeah, well, that's a, that's, I don't want it yeah. over toasted, but I want, because I want, ideally, okay. I think <laughs> you want to bite into a bagel, right? Okay. And yes. there's like, a crunchy layer that is supporting whatever okay. your topping is, right? Okay. Be it just cream cheese. Never had. Never? You've never had cream cheese. I'm so happy wow. we, I forced this subject onto yeah. the never conversation. Never had cream cheese on a bagel. Lox, whatever, butter, no, whatever. No, I've had lox. I've had lox on We're a bagel, never pen, cream cheese. Pen. We're circling back to this, okay? <laughs> Whatever's on top of the bagel, okay. or even if it's butter, if it's toasted in, right? Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I want like a crispy layer on top to maintain the integrity of it. Yes. And when I bite into it underneath, I want it to be doughy. Okay. I want it to be lightly toasted. I just want the surface okay. area of the bagel to have a little bit of integrity, a little bit of crunch to it. Yeah. I understand them saying like, we're not gonna fucking toast this to crap, this is fresh. I still want the doughiness. Yeah. But even today, okay. I got the bagel with the cream cheese, I'm with a buddy, we're eating, and I'm just like, I waited like three minutes. 
It's a little chilly outside. Mm-hmm. I already feel like this bagel is no longer able to hold the cream cheese. Okay. It's like okay. spilling out all over the uh, place. Do you know what I'm saying? I would say this. I would say that's too much cream cheese then. Which, too much cream cheese for the integrity of the bagel they're providing. Perhaps, which is one of those things. It's a New York problem. It's a it's a real New York problem. Too yeah. much cream cheese is you don't, a it New doesn't York happen problem. <laughs> and I think some of the New York bagel it's places. It's starting to become less of a New York problem right, with the rising York, cost of cream cheese. Some of the New York bagel places kind of treat it like the New York delicatessens where we're like, we're putting an amount of deli meat on the sandwich mm-hmm. that one could not possibly consume in yeah, a bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I would argue. The jaw extension sandwiches, right? I would argue. Yeah. I've, if a sandwich is that fat, I turn it horizontal and I'll bite it like this, like it's a hot dog. Interesting. Wow. I mean, but also I'm a professional sandwich eater. Yes. I've yeah. turned when Wait, but then but then you're eating. Oh, so you're just biting into the meat. Yeah. Like it's like a corn on the cob almost. I'm almost corn on the cob in a <laughs> sandwich. You're almost corn on the cob. Sandwich. Do you? Wow, you, you that's know a what? good move. Oh, fuck. You know what you should make, Sebastian? What? Like sandwich holders, like the white corn on the cob, the little spiked holders with the corn. Oh. <laughs> You should make like little spikes where, th- where it's got a plastic sandwich on the end. Yes. And it's like, if this sandwich is too hard, keep it pinned. So the integrity of the sandwich is gonna remain, but you can eat it like this. Yes, and you know what? It has like, underneath, yep. it has like a little napkin, so it catches the drips. It catches. It catches the drips. It catches the, the mayonnaise or the mustard drips. Yeah. It's almost like, do you know those things they sell where you, for like when you're shaving? Where it's like the suction cups on the mirror, and then there's like a little bib that you oh, put around yourself, yes. so you can catch all the yeah, yeah. So there's not loose hair all around the, right. your bathroom, right? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I want. So here's my thing. Yeah, never, Mister, never ever eaten cream cheese. No. Yeah, wild. On anything or just not on a bagel? I've accidentally had it in cake. Okay. I've had like a red velvet, and I sure. felt sick to my stomach. Really? Or a jalapeno popper? Yeah. I'll be like, is it cheddar or, cr- or, cr- or cream cheese? Interesting. Are you lactose intolerant? Love cheese. Wow. Okay. My so friends, what is the cream? My friends have been trying to get apprehension of cream cheese. Yeah. I don't know. I I'll, my he friends. He also told me the other day that yogurt might be the single most disgusting substance on the planet. I'll say this. I understand so the yogurt. It's yogurt, yogurt adjacent. Yogurt's always a borderline thing for me. Okay. As a kid who like ate a lot of yogurt and now rarely has as an adult, I'll sometimes try to get like the drinkable probiotic yogurts because I'm like they're good for me, but it's always a little on edge. I will say I maybe feel the way about cottage cheese that you do about cream me cheese. Too. I I'm can't like, do cottage cheese. Who would fucking eat this? This is disgusting looking. You know who does? 90s moms that are on a diet. Cantaloupe. Yeah. Cantaloupe <laughs> and a cottage cheese. Yeah. Get the cinnamon. Make it a little sweeter. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But you view cream cheese that way, where you're like, this is an ungodly substance. Disgusting. Yeah. Interesting. I can't, I can't have it. Yeah. I literally will ask, is there cream cheese in it? Yeah. And I remember someone was making me food, and they go, I'm not going to tell you so you enjoy it. Wow. Which is telling me. That's not. Yeah. 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 Which is telling me. Yeah, 100%. I don't, enjoy, I don't enjoy cream cheese at all. I actually, I, I hate yogurt, too. To think as a child, I used to take, like, a little squeezable thing and yeah. go-gurt yogurt in yeah. my mouth yeah. makes me feel disgusting inside. It feels disgusting. I mean... <laughs> Who was like yogurt needs to be on the go? <laughs> Who's thought that? There's so many more foods that, that was need to be on the go. That was also a period of time yeah. where a, a slide and eat was very popular. It's funny that they tricked us all with the activity, the novelty yeah. of it to get us to eat yogurt and you yeah. look at it and you're just like, it's so gross to like... Yeah, Slide also the mass fingers. production of it. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Imagine there was a, it's like having I'm old milk. It. Yes. 
in like yeah. one of those freezy ice pops. Right, an otter pop. Yeah. Oh my! I feel disgusting. I used to go out with the girl, and she would get. In, we would go to Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks. And uh, she'd order. She'd order a yogurts. Yeah. I would literally have to close my eyes. Fellas, you know when you go out with your girl and she gets a gogurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to tell a story about an adult woman getting yeah. a gogurt oh, every morning. I, I went out with this. I went out with this girl, and she, all she would do is eat gogurt and Trix yogurt. I go, yeah. "Can I have some?" And she goes, "They're for kids." Trix yogurt. <laughs> that's another one I was about to bring up, where you think about, like, yogurt in and of itself is kind of gross. Yes. Right. And when you think about the process of what it takes to get to yogurt, it's even more gross. Right. But yeah, it looks yeah. weird. It behaves weird. It moves weird. All that sort of shit. And the solution to make yogurt more appealing to kids is like, make it rainbow colored. It worked. And try yeah. to flavor it like fucking candy cereal. And I'm like, to the point, it's not even healthy. You know, but, I, but I'm like, just Trix sugar. yogurt. And I still love insane artificial sweet shit. Me too. Trix yogurt feels more disgusting to me I than used, like plain unflavored yogurt. Trix used, yogurt oh, seems yeah, like yeah, the most yeah, disturbing yeah. shit in the world. Oh, my! Me and my sisters would pour oh, chocolate sprinkles. All yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, that, that feels revolting. The, the Oreo bites we would put in, yes, this, in the yes, Trix yogurt. Yes. It was wild. Yes. Does it still exist? Trix yogurt was like it must just as it big. To, it was yeah. huge. It was the Chobani of the 90s. Yeah, yeah. It was the Chobani. It was a health food craze. Yeah. Trix was the healthiest food when I was a child. It was the number one health food. I know. Food. It's actually insane. When you yeah. look back at what the healthy foods were, that was yeah. the healthiest food. Was Trix yogurt and Oreos on top. We, we've said this Sebastian's before. Sebastian's on a diet. He's yeah. eating Trix and Oreos in the kitchen. Well, I feel like, yeah, my mom would be like, at least he's eating yogurt. Yes. You know, there'd be that attitude of like, it's barely yogurt. And maybe everything else they're putting into it is negating it, but at least it's yogurt. Can I ask what you do get on bagels? Um, I get butter. Mm -hmm. Toasted or untoasted? Untoasted. If I go to like a nice bagel store, okay. I'll get untoasted or I'll get an egg sandwich. Wow. How many minutes since it's come out of the oven until you would maybe get it toasted? And I think I'm like, like three oh, to five. Do you need to have a relationship with the place where you trust? Like I yes. know the uh, fresh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If I'm going to like a bodega, I'll right. get a toasted bagel. But I see, I think in particular, especially if I'm just doing butter yeah. and it's not like a sandwich uh -huh. in the same kind of way. I it's just like, butter. I do too. I'm like, I want to toast. I want the butter to seep in all the way. I want it Interesting. to kind of crisp. Soft bread but with I love butter? The, I love that, yeah. Just a little I like crisp, soft though. doughy bread with butter. Soft doughy bread with butter? Yeah. You know what I, my problem with some bagel stores are? Yeah. They're on their fucking high horse. They have to remember they're making bread in a circle. Yes. A lot of these bagel stores, they yes. have the biggest attitude. Like yeah. they're, they're they're gods. Right. There was a bagel store by like my Murray's college. would have the sign that said like, we don't toast, don't ask. Yes. Like it's disrespect if yeah. you come in here and you ask for something yeah. that, that you don't know the rules about. Right. And you'd ask them and they'd go like this. Or they'd yes. Point, they'd tap the sign, make you feel like a fucking fool. <laughs> like a fool in front of all the people. Yeah. Like they don't even they can't even warrant words. No. There was a bagel store by my yeah. college. Yeah. They would make bagels. Mm -hmm. They didn't have hours for the store. They would open when, when the bagels were ready okay. and close when the bagels were done. Wow. You know yeah. the fucking yeah. hubris yeah. of a bagel this store? This is New York City, baby. Right. To be like, we open and close on a, a, however we want. That's, that's a little bit like of the, the New York. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I can't right. do that. No, no. It's a bagel. It's bread right. in a circle. Right. I get the the water, but we all get – I the got water. the water in my place. The water is also a little bit of the allure and – 
I don't know. How what's true the that deal is. with the water? Yeah. Well, I can't. the what? best is when like a guy from New York yeah. moves to Florida or Myrtle Beach. Like we would go to Myrtle Beach growing up, and there would be yeah. like one guy and all the other New York people that moved down there. They'd be like, he gets the water ship from New York. Yeah. <laughs> and no. you're like, no, no, he doesn't. But they he always the like we get the water ship to the south. Well, there, look, there's the thing that is absolutely <laughs> true. There's the thing that's absolutely true that I feel like a lot of New York pizzerias stake their like credibility on, which is like we got this old ass oven. Oh yeah, right? the oven yeah. is got like either yeah, the this oven, place has been here for like 150 years, or uh, we bought an oven from a place that existed for 150 years. Yeah, and there's the, sort of the residual flavor of all the pizzas that it's have been. It's a cast there. iron, but right. a huge cast iron. Right, whatever it is, but I'm like. I that is real. I do believe that okay. a, a, a an oven, a pizza oven with some legacy and some history, is adding flavor to every pie. The ghosts of pizzas past, right? And New York is on such a high horse yes. with these pizzas that I think they wanted the equivalent, yeah, you know, thing for bagels. And all they could really say is like, the water here is better. No one yeah. else can compete with us. Now it always feels a little bit bullshitty to me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I do think. Sometimes when you travel to a different city and you try their tap water. Uh, oh, even Jersey's tap water is bad. I joke to my sister. It sucks. New York has pretty good tap water. No, I do think 100%. it is. 100%. It it's sounds the best like an water insane in New York up, fuck yeah. you thing we're saying, but it is nah. true. Yeah. They got good tap water. New York's, I'm not saying the best, but it's got good tap water. Yeah. There's something about the the right minerals are filtering yeah, in there. Yeah, it's not yeah, too dirty. Yeah. They're not putting fluoride in. You go no. to Florida, you get a cup of Florida yeah, water. It feels like you're at the fucking dentist. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. They're telling you to swish around and spit out whatever. Dude. I'm from Jersey. I grew up my parents are from New York, and they're like, yeah, New York City, best tap water in the world. They would just always tell us, we're in the city, best tap water no, in the world. No, I, I think <laughs> the bagel thing is kind of bullshit, but then you go to other places, yeah, and there are yeah. other cities with good bagels. But you do go like, on average, yes, the shittiest corner bagel place in New York City. I agree yeah, with yeah. that. I agree with that. But I think so. it's got to be other things than just the water. I agree. Is what I'm saying. You can't, Cincinnati like, can't be like, oh, we're making bad bagels because yeah. the wa- they're hard. They taste like the, the they get like an everything seasoning that's terrible. Like it's all bad. I just love this idea of a man driving around the country with New York, <laughs> New York City, City water. water. Me too. The Johnny Appleseed of New York City tap water. It feels like someone in my one of my relatives that was their job smuggling water. Oh, what water. does Uncle Tony yeah. do? He fucking travels the world, bringing New York water to the most beautiful places so they could have bagels. With fucking class. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still never as good as here. No, no. No, no it's never no, as that's good. Why, that's not why I don't think, think it's, it's bullshit. The wa- yeah. It's not Because, like, Larry King opened all these bagel shops in L.A., and that was his big thing was, like, we the import water. the water. It's, oh, it's, it's called, he... like, the Brooklyn Bagel Factory or some shit. Okay. Oh, okay. He, he was like, none of the places in L.A. are as good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, we're going to only do Brooklyn water. And I yeah, went there, yeah. and I was like, this is fine. But it's not the sure. water. And whatever it is about the water, you're sipping a big old jug in New York water. Yeah, I'm flexing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drink gallons of this shit every day. This is the fucking best. Uh, I should tag L.A. in this shit right now. <laughs> mm. I do. Uh, I, I, I met a guy. Who was trying to start a business? Okay, that was like extract of artisanal local water. Interesting. Where he was like, people always talk about the water being the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For home chefs or whatever, it's you, there's not a business model to have uh, your guy Tony drive fucking five vats of Brooklyn uh, water over. Yeah. So he had like little like tinctures. 
And it uh, was like, yeah. this is like Naples water for pasta. This is like Brooklyn oh. water for bagels. And it was one of those things where like, this must have been four years ago now. I don't sure. think it caught on. I don't think yeah. But I he was like giving so. me this pitch. He was taking them out of like, someone said like, have you met like Joey or whatever? And mm -hmm. I was like, no, I haven't. And they were like, Griff, you love bagels, right? Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah. And they were like, Joey, tell him. And he gave me the whole spiel, like on a corner outside of a fucking party or whatever. And he's Amazing. got the he's got the tinctures on. He him. had them, right? And I was watching. I this. mean, you got to play along with that. You got to taste it and be like, "Holy shit, this is good." <laughs> but I truly, I was listening to what him, and I was say? like, "This feels stupid." Yeah. But also, yes. I would not be surprised if this guy fucking takes off. You know? Oh yeah, neither yeah, would I. It yeah, was yeah. one of those things where I was just like, I don't know if I believe in this at all. And mm -hmm. I don't know if this is a viable business, yeah. but yeah. I will be 0% astonished if six months from now he has a million Instagram followers. Because even yeah. just mentally, if someone goes, oh, the pizza, it's great here. Yeah. They get the water from Naples. Right. I, it, my brain, who knows what the truth is? Right. Yeah. It could be a placebo effect. But but that was the thing. There was something smart about the fact that it was just like a little fucking dropper bottle. Like a drug. And he had good labels. That's key. He had yeah. good labels and it it's was all in the good labels were right. yeah. selling water. And he had like five different types of products. I forget where it was from different like cities, right? Where yeah, he was yeah. like, it's it's Brooklyn for bagels and it's fucking Naples for the pasta or whatever. Oh, uh -huh. amazing. Right. And each one had that item on it. Amazing. And it was just like the idea of like, what if you just put a drop in? Yeah. You know? And I, I just... It I, will do nothing. It will do. It imagine will do putting nothing. a drop in five, in like five gallons of you boiling water. It will do nothing. It will but, do nothing. But, but, don't you think? Yeah. If you bought it out of morbid curiosity. Yes. You tried it. You put the drop in. You made your bagels. The entire time you'd be thinking, my taste in the water. You have to be. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like have, for uh, the more expensive it is, the more that you taste the water. Hundred yes. percent. Right. Yes. Right. Because you have to justify why you're right. spending money on droplets of water. Even if you're not going, absolutely, I'm tasting the water. The water's making it better. Yes. You are in your mind the whole time going, is the water making it better? Like, you're weighing it constantly. It's Which, It feels like the Cabanaro effect is yeah. happening. Yes. <laughs> right. Like, like so, there's some sort of magic trick. Right. And it's not like you bought a vat where you're going to feel like some cost fallacy. I need to justify my yeah, this to myself yeah, or I'm going to yeah. feel like an idiot. It's like if you're buying fucking $10 in a little thing. Sure. Yeah. Even if you're ripped off, what's the relative scale of how ripped off you've gotten? Nothing. The exposure is like nothing. Yeah. I bought the box water. It sucked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ah, it was novel. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. do it. Question. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Bialis? I don't know anyone besides people in New York that have had Bialis. Yeah, I love Bialis. You like Bialis. I, I was I was a big butter bagel, toasted everything bagel for breakfast every morning kid. Okay. And then I went through a Bialis phase. You know, Bialis, there should be more like egg sandwiches on Bialis because inherently hmm. it's perfect because the bottom there could be no drippage. It's, a, it's an interesting thing that I feel like the Bialis is so rarely used for sandwiches. I think it's so often it's just like, well, this is a lighter bagel alternative. Yes. You slice it, you toast it with butter or jam or fucking whatever, right? And jam just, is great for a Bialis. Absolutely. No dripping down. Absolutely. Now the Bialis is, is smaller and thinner, but you make a great point that like it's got that support system in the bottom. It's yes. got the whole on the top, but the form factor, it's got a catcher at the bottom. It's the spork and, of and bagels. You've got that onion in there, which always adds a nice little kick. Of course. I think my grandpa used to love Bialis. But a light Bialis sandwich is a thing. I feel like I started buying Bialis during the pandemic to mix it up, and I had a really good time with it. You, I, I believe so. Yeah. 
I because I like lox. I like some yeah. smoked salmon. I would do. I just do a little bit of lox, a thin smear of cream cheese, maybe some capers, on top of a bialy. Do you have capers in your home? During the pandemic, I did. Cool. You strike me as a man who I open their fridge and it's just like gummy bears. And yes. that's the only thing that's in your fridge. <laughs> There's like just cold gummy bears in the middle of your fridge and nothing you else. You correct. Like three boxes of canned <laughs> seltzer. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's a Reese's shelf. Mm, oh. Which is all just different Reese's flavors. Right. And it's usually based on like which holiday most recently happened that I waited until right after the holiday passed to buy too much of that form factor. Of course. On discount. Like, now I'm fucking lousy with Reese's Easter eggs. They're tremendous. They're phenomenal. What's your favorite of those? I would, uh, for me, it used to be, it used Mm -hmm. to be the egg. Yeah. Now, the tree. I like the way it feels, the hard edges in my mouth. Interesting. I think, I think it's the heart. I think it's the Valentine's Day heart. Romantic. A romantic through and through. But also, it does have a point. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, you get the best of, of both worlds. You get the round and the hard edges. Yeah, yeah I guess I'm just a... Uh, it's a treetop and two a, eggs. No, the treetop is great. The tree, yeah. I mean, I'm a little, you know, masochistic. Yeah. I like to eat the I like the sharp edges of the Reese's. <laughs> Jigsaw <laughs> over here. Yes. That's a real masochist. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Eating hard Reese's. with the peanut butter. You know what? Like, I, I feel like for, for Christmas, for holiday now, they'll they'll do the mystery one. What? Where it's like, because they're all the little individually wrapped, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's mystery, and you're like, I might get a tree. I might get an ornament. I might get a snowman. Yes. You don't know which holiday one you're going to get in each little packet. I like that. I, By the way... This is absolutely one of the topics on the first note app I sent you when we did the show a Was year and Reese's? a half ago. I, I like naps, cell phone games. Holiday shaped Reese's candy. Oh, amazing. Oh my Absolutely God, was so on that. Funny. I'm realizing it's recall. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm yeah. suddenly coming back. Yeah. I don't remember anything, but of yeah. course, I, I mean, I, I'm obsessed with them. Yes. And here's the thing I told my mom I like Hershey's cookies and cream. Mm. And she's taking it too far. You need oh, to be careful sure. yes. when you tell people you like a certain candy. Yeah, absolutely. Because all of a sudden, that might become your identity to them. Yes. So yes. every holiday, I'm getting yeah. the Hershey's cookies and cream. Yeah. I go, what happened to the variety? Right. Mix it up. Mix it up. Mix it up. If someone says they like one thing, yeah. don't make that their identity. Absolutely. No, yes. And you are you are right that my fridge is like uh, too much candy. Okay. A lot of like sauces. Oh, that's okay. what I was gonna say before. Okay. All those yeah. Sopranos guys, like yeah. after the Sopranos ended, they were just selling sauces. A lot, a lot of they different. Like, you can sell condiments. I like cold condiments. Weirdly, all that sort of stuff. Then there was the point in the pandemic. Of where, course, you like cold condiments. You're not a diner. If you go to someone's right. house and yeah. they have a ketchup bottle on their kitchen yeah. table, right. yeah, run. Yeah. Gross. That's a sociopath. That's a sociopath. But or then mustard or right, anything? Any of that. Right. Yeah. I want I want a mustard. I want a mayo. I want a ketchup. I might want something like a peri peri sauce or something. Okay. Sort of like and that's all in the fridge. Crunch. That's all in the fridge. There's a lot more in the freezer because I'm a disgusting frozen foods guy. Right? I love that. Okay. But but there, and then like a lot of seltzer or whatever. But yes, I'm one of those people where my fridge is like seltzer and candy and sauces. And then there was this period in the pandemic where I was like, I need to class this up a little. And yeah, I would just yeah. was buying reasonable locks and capers and yes. onions and just being like, I need to construct a respectable looking bagel sandwich at home every day to create some sense of normalcy in my life. My, I think that's, I think that yeah. we all needed that. It was just weird that I suddenly became a guy who always has capers. Cause it's like, there's yeah. a lot of basics I don't have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But capers. Yeah. <laughs> Stinky. <laughs> Stinky. Hey, you're a bagel guy. If sense. you're a bagel guy, throw it yeah. through. Yeah. My, I mean, my mom at some mm-hmm. point, she bought, um, 
like baskets that you get at like a carnival. You know those red like baskets yeah. with the holes? Yes. She bought paper yeah. and she made me, my dad, and her fish and chips. Because wow. she's like, I wanted, I wanted like a restaurant yeah. experience. Yes. yes. So she like ordered fried fish and yeah. like and like nice French fries yeah. and like. That's fun. Yeah, and she, we started doing like little themes. I I would get crazy about like plating my bagel properly and like laying out the like the order of how much locks, capers, where's the cream cheese go, it's like all that stuff. So hard as when you're alone or like a I know. single man. I know to do to like plate your food. Yes. No one talks about the difficulty of a <laughs> no. single person just putting no. their food on a plate. No. No. Mac and cheese doesn't need to be eaten out of the out of the pot. You put some on the plate and then some chicken and yeah. uh, it's hard. I know. And I am I feel like we're well, similar in this way where I'm just like, why do I need to put it on a plate? Who am I impressing? I'll just eat it out of the pot. And then the second you put it on a plate or in a bowl, you lay something out properly, you're like, oh, I feel a lot better about myself. 100%. Yes. You think I don't need to put this on a plate because who am I trying to impress? You. You and it actually yeah. does make a difference. It You're does like, make a difference. Oh, I feel like an adult now. Yes, I feel I feel amazing. Have you ever taken like a can of something, put ice in a glass, and poured that drink into the glass? It's yeah. like, who am I? I know. Am I am I Queen yes. Queen Elizabeth? Yes. I feel like I, I'm royalty if but I it, do that for myself. It was a thing I started doing a lot during the pandemic. Of yes. Like, I'm gonna pour seltzer into a glass with ice. Yeah, because I yeah. need to yeah. feel like I'm doing something with my life. I went so far, yeah. I cut a fucking lemon and squeezed into. It. Holy shit! I know, bro. It was. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like yeah. went so far. I like yeah. poured water yeah. into a glass or seltzer yeah. and squeezed lemon into yeah. glasses. This was like upon. I mean, I just I feel like I I'm thinking like May, June, July, 2020. Okay. When we're at this point where it's like. Oh, there's no end in sight for this. No. Right? Yeah. And like I'm past the point of just like, what do I need to do to survive? Uh-huh. And yeah. you're either like, either I become the person who goes, fuck this, I'm not playing by the rules anymore. Yeah. Or I need to find some way to spruce things up, to keep it fresh. Yes. Right? And you're yeah. just like, I guess I become a guy who cuts lime wedges into my seltzer. I guess yeah. I <laughs> need something because my routines now, I've been in like lockdown mode and mm-hmm. you're in survival mode, and you're like three months. Yeah. Three months. Now it's all becoming bleak. I'm not going to convince myself that my life is fun and exciting, but I got to no. ch- mix it up somehow. I, I Well, that's why I started getting into candles. Yeah. Because I smelled the same thing every day. Yeah. It was nice to mix up the smells. Yeah. Yeah. I miss bed, bath, I miss bath and Body Works. Yeah. I miss the store Lush. I literally like had to do those small things so I didn't disappear as a person. Yes. Same. Same. Absolutely. I, I think... Uh, what what was you, you? I know you were living with your parents for part of the pandemic. I lived with my friends, and okay. then I moved in with my parents. Yeah, and then I moved here. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No, I had the same thing, and I I lived alone the entire time, wow, which is obviously I can't like look. Yeah, a, a luxury. It was a thing that like yeah. pre pandemic. No, I was like, yeah, I I can live in New York on my own without a roommate. What a of great course. thing! It and only that, takes you being a movie star. It only literally takes you it, to have an IMDb page that is a scroll to have a one bedroom by yourself. It, it was one of those things where truly I was like, it took me being the lead character on a TV show. Yeah. This is Amazon. fucking insanity. Yeah. Yeah. You had to literally run a show. Yes. Yeah. 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 I had to like fucking carry show my shoulders. Yes. In <laughs> yeah. order to get a one bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Like, it's not like I'm like fucking living it up, but I would feel ostentatious <laughs> when I would people would go like, who do you live with? And I'd be like, nobody. And they'd be like, holy shit. Amazon pays you that well. 
Yeah. <laughs> no way. Right. Yeah, because I thought I thought in, actually in like a small Meanwhile, apartment. like their mid-level yes. VPs all can live right, alone. That right, work in right. like Hudson like, not, Yards. I, I'm not making millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like yeah. but it was like, oh, you need to be that much. Yeah. Yeah. That's insanity. Right. It was bizarre. But yes, like then within the pandemic, uh, when I'm just actually by myself and I grew up here in the city, my whole family lives here. Oh, pretty early into the pandemic, pretty much everyone from my family moved out of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just moved permanently out of the city. Wow. Oh, wow. So there was no like base. There was no like home to go to. Sure. Uh, you your know, home was, your apartment was your home. Right. Like the the childhood apartment where I grew up, my dad had sold off like five years earlier. Mm -hmm. And they'd been renting a place and they were like, doesn't really make sense to be in the city anymore. And they left and everyone like sort of spread out and there was like no other place to go. Mm hmm. I got out of a relationship like four months before the pandemic started. Sure. And there is that thing at like month four where you're just like, how, how do I make sure I still know who I am? Capers. Yeah. Right? Like, capers. It's capers. capers it's like the these, it's, it's it's small these little tiny yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, truly. It was going to Massachusetts to buy edibles for me. He would, <laughs> 10 hours, baby. Yeah. 10 hours. I would yeah. drive in the car so I wouldn't deal with the drug dealer in New right. York. Right, right. Because they would literally have in Massachusetts, you could yeah. drive up and they'd walk it out to your car. Yeah. I didn't even have to. It was like drop-off service for yeah. weed. You know what was one for me? The, uh, the Doughboys podcast, great podcast. Love it. So they asked me, uh, David Sims and I, David Sims, my co-host on Blank Check, they yes. asked us to go on the show and review Tombstone Pizza, right? And this okay. was maybe two, three months into the pandemic or whatever. Okay. And um, I was like, I'm going to figure out every single flavor of Tombstone that is produced uh, and try to find as many different flavors as I can. Amazing. Okay. Now, Tombstone's one of those things where it's like, you realize you only ever really see two flavors ever out in the wild. What are they? Plain cheese. Uh-huh, and pepperoni? Yeah, like five cheese yeah, pepperoni, yeah. Sure. right? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you might see like a combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? But there are all these Tombstones where I'm like, I've never seen garlic bread cheeseburger tombstone oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so you're on garlic bread cross down tombstones. right right and so like going to instacart and seeing like on their website which stores claim they have which ones in stock i never found any other flavors but there was like a week where i was so grateful and i remember going on the show and then being like jesus christ i'm sorry dude you wanted this thing and i was like you gave me like a thing to do for a yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just walked around with a mask. Yeah. I was terrified to see anybody. Yeah. yeah. I was like, here's what I can do. I can go to every grocery store. Yep. In, in like a city. 30 block radius. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. That's it, amazing. It, right. There are things like that where you're just like, how do I, I give myself a little, it was like side fetch quests. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah, I yeah. go to Massachusetts instead of. Yes. I will feel like my life is not just this continuum. This oh. like the same thing. Yeah. You know what's a, a thing I've talked about? I'm curious if you guys felt this too. I would get into like a thing where I couldn't remember if I had taken like my medication or not oh, every night. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it's like, like vitamins in the beginning of the day. I think there's got to be so many teeth, days. Yeah. yeah any yeah, of those yeah, things yeah, yeah. where it was just like. <laughs> it was wild. The days aren't separated. I know. Right? Like there's no way to differentiate between them where I would like. Go to my counter, take my pills, drink some water, sit down, lie back in bed, and yeah. thirty seconds later, I would be like, "Did I just do that, or, or is my brain playing the memory of having done that last yeah. night?" It's that it's amazing wild. that we're all still here and yes. able to talk. 
Yeah, truly. We were doing two podcasts a week. Probably that helped. Those were like the two anchors of the, not yeah. like Saturday, Sunday. It was like, all right, we had to release on Tuesday, Friday, Tuesday, Friday. And that was something. like uh, how what I told the Zoom week. Improv. That yeah. was my whole life. My whole yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. I didn't was... subscribe to one OnlyFans. You did or did not? Did not. That's huge. Until the world opened up and then I go, hey, I'll try it. Now. <laughs> Because you're rewarding yourself yes. for not for all the months I did without OnlyFans. Yeah, I, I said I should have been supporting local artists all along. I did. Yeah. Sebastian, truly, that is how I justified it to myself. Like, <laughs> the, the reality is, the reality is, I was sad and lonely and horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm someone who had never signed up for any sort of paid porn, yeah, anything ever. Yeah. And I you... truly went, this is wealth redistribution. I'm yeah, supporting local artists. People would needed that. Would I have this judgment about signing up for a Patreon? No. For a yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, that my yeah, friend's yeah. doing or whatever? Almost more embarrassing. In many ways. Yeah, In many yeah, ways, yeah. Patreon is more right. embarrassing than OnlyFans. But it was this like line I told myself I'd never cross. You know, where it's like, yeah. I'm not a person who could pay for porn. And then you are. And then and then you are, but there's something about like we're cutting out the middleman. Yep. There's yeah, something yeah. nice about it. I'm not paying Brazzers money. He used to. <laughs> no. Yes. I never spent a dollar. I had an account. He had an that account. I used. Oh, and my, okay. my friend needed a ride at like 3 a.m. And he was like, if you come you? pick me up, I'll give you the password to my Brazzers. I remember that and was there was like four months left on it. And I picked him up. There, <laughs> so there I had was, it. There was a, this is terrible, but there was a kid at our school <laughs> who claimed uh -huh. he was like, there's like the secret password for all the like Bang Bros websites, that yeah, yeah. network. <laughs> There's a universal yeah. key? Yeah. Oh, wow. oh my God. And he was like, it's the middle line of the keyboard every letter backwards. And you wow. were like, this sounds like some fucking my uncle works for Nintendo in Japan. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, sure. I swear to God, there's a game that yeah. where Mario catches Pokemon coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, no, it's not. And then we all tried it and we were like, holy shit, this thing fucking works. And no way. For years. He must have bought an account. You don't think he bought an account and that know. was his password? But it felt like it was That's like multiple chains away. So, like yeah, someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at some point it stopped working. Interesting. So and you've had, it, it you've had like access it, to it? It felt like the Polar Express bell. You couldn't hear ringing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, we've grown up. Whoever's cousin it was who originally had this yeah, account. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure like whoever the had magic yeah, of the yeah. board. Whoever had that account where it was just the backwards letters. Yeah, you hope he didn't die. Was probably five degrees away oh yeah. at God. least from the person who told it to me. Yeah, yeah. And at some point that person went like, I'm married, I have kids. I'm not paying for a bunch yeah. of people. To like, that was someone who when they were like 20, started an account, gave the password to his little brother in yeah. high school. Yeah. Oh now that he had his own God. credit card and then yeah. it spread and spread like the American sure. Pie book spread or whatever. Well, then yeah. it's, the, it's right. like, do I actually pay for this? That's right, I was like, to, absolutely yeah. not, yeah, absolutely no. not. But I did, I did in the pandemic go like, I'm supporting local artists. Who yeah. am I to judge? Me too. I know. Yeah. I was, yeah. I did like the first week, but then she was all like, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Like she was like, just like Who's doing like Republican, yeah. like <laughs> talking points. You never told like, me about this. Yeah. Yeah. Of the first week I supported like a OnlyFans person. Somebody and I know? was like, no, no, no. Oh. That's how I found on the internet. I yeah, saw yeah. a porn and, then, and I was and like, yeah, let's see what else she's got. You were like, politically, we're not <laughs> sympathetic. Sure. Hey, but hey, I was, I was giving money. Hey, Fuck what is me what on it this is, blue baby. lives matter flag. Yeah. 
It's like, okay. Uh, it does change it. Yeah, it does change it. That was a one month and done, but hey, she sure. got 850 or whatever Well, I'm happy we hit OnlyFans because I know that when the guy, Sebastian, Griffin would like to talk about OnlyFans on the pod. Let's make it clear. Not on the original list of topics. Yes, not on. You can't write that down. Do you have a bagel store you want to shout out? What's your go-to? Shout out to bagel store anywhere? No, I just want want to talk preferences. I'm trying to think, like, if I have a specific story. You said store or store? Store, store, store. What's your spot? Hmm. Uh, I, hmm. Like, I'm trying to think, like, all-time favorite or, like, I, I really like the Essa Bagel yeah. on whatever it is, like 60th and 3rd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upper yeah. side over that there. That place is really nice, and there's this, like, wh- whatever it is around the corner from there, whatever block it is, 61st, uh-huh. I think. Sure. Like, halfway down that block, like, 61st between 3rd and 2nd, Yeah. there's, like, a weird, like, water fountain garden. Oh, so one of those sort of like there. inexplicable things that exist in New York City where you're like, this isn't even like a private garden. It's like a waterfall behind an apartment building mm-hmm. that's totally open with chairs. Oh, it's like yeah. a beautiful, nice, idyllic open space. It's very quiet and it's the Upper East Side because it's mostly old people. Beautiful. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's if there's any reason I need to be in that neighborhood, if I want to take a longer walk, whatever. It's very nice to just sit there with a bagel and a coffee and look at a waterfall, yeah. see some old people kvetching to each other. Ugh. I love old people. I love I love You're New York old, old people. Yeah. I'm old at heart. You're old at heart. I think I've been waiting my whole life to be like an old New York Jew. <laughs> you know? Keep waiting. <laughs> Keep waiting. Keep waiting. Okay, okay. You. You're not there yet. I will. I'll get there. But you will. Yeah. You yeah. will. But I'm a great appreciator of the yes. I love this. Yeah. Griffin, this was so fun. Thank oh. you so much for coming on. Always such a pleasure. Did you get fucked up from the water? I did. <laughs> it's like really, it's this, really hitting. It's actually wild that we drank a little bit of New York water to top off our bagel talk. I just love, th- oh, I, I yeah. mean, I just, I love that you're thinking about the the frame. I was going to say the stage picture, but it's the frame. It's not even in frame. No yeah. one sees it besides the guests. It is funny though, because I <laughs> when I look at your guys' videos, I'm like, this looks like a real fucking studio. Yeah. yeah. No. And it's like right here. The illusion's broken. Every it's yeah. really the movie magic here. It truly, but this works. That plays. Yeah. The, the light bouncing off it, like the decanter. Yeah, the light on the face. The prism <laughs> of the purple light. It works really well. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. What can I say? Hey, this is, the, uh, Thank you, it's and you're fun. a gentleman too. Is there anything you want to plug, Griffin? Uh, blank check of Griffin and David, my podcast where we talk about movies. Check it out, Griffin. Literally, is one of the most knowledgeable per- people I ever heard talk about movies ever. I like movies a lot. I think about them too much. He does. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, if you're a movie fucking person out there, please go listen to this podcast. Yeah, we're doing all the same Raimi movies now, uh, leading up to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Amazing. Madness. But we're covering all his films. So we did the Evil Dead's. We're in the weird period where he makes adult dramas. <laughs> For love of the game, his Kevin Costner baseball movie. Oh my! Of course, I've seen that. Wow. Right. Which we just talked about. It's so funny to like be in the position where like you have to imagine every day on set, on that movie. Yeah. They're like, guys, do you realize how lucky we are? We are making the third Kevin Costner baseball movie. Oh yeah. In a trilogy <laughs> that is Bull Durham. Oh my god. Field of Dreams, and you're like automatic masterpiece. Every time this guy yes. hits the diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, He's not, probably the best fake baseball player ever. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I was saying to my dad, like, he was saying, I remember seeing the trailer 
for Field of Dreams uh-huh. and going, why would Costner risk it? He just made like the greatest baseball movie of all time. Uh-huh. Why risk it by making another baseball movie? When the second one is Field of Dreams, people must have been like, he can't miss. He <laughs> can't miss. He's p- pitching perfect games. Give that guy a Louisville slugger. Yeah. <laughs> And then, I, ironically, for love of the game is it's a movie about, about I lo- that's my favorite. trying to put, yeah. pitch a perfect game. He's yes. an old guy yeah. trying to pitch a perfect game, and you're like, eh, it's not quite. Weren't you in a Kevin Costner movie? <laughs> I was in Draft Day. Of course! Amazing. There we go. In you're in the universe. Day. I was in the Kevin yeah, Costner sports in the universe. universe. <laughs> you're in the I Kevin Costner universe. It was the, can we squeeze one final sports movie out of Kevin Costner? And they were like, he's got to be the general manager. Now. Yes! Yeah, so yeah. you are the fourth baseball movie. Well, it was football. 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 No, of course. It was football. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. hadn't done a football. He did He did golf. He did three baseballs. Oh, God. He did McFarlane USA, which is running. He's the coach. Oh. Sports that was recently, guy. right? Yeah, that's a good one. I think that one kind of low-key rips. <laughs> <laughs> McFarlane USA is, like, really good. That's beautiful. So go check out uh, Griffin's Pod, Blank Check. Yeah. Uh, Robbie, what do you want to plug? Uh, I guess just loud about nothing. Yeah, check Great out luck. the pod. Keep please, listening. Please, Listen, please. yeah, follow yeah. on TikTok, YouTube, YouTube. Where we got the the Fugazi Studio, baby. We got so. the Fugazi <laughs> out here, so uh, check it out. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just so looking forward to seeing how you respond to the things on your phone the second we stop recording. I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know either. This has been be a journey. From now. This is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. All you hotties, please, please keep sharing the pod. Keep, please, please uh, say nice things about me on TikTok. Yes, <laughs> please do that. fucking hate me so much. Be nice. Please be nice. Call him He's funny. a very sensitive guy. I'm sensitive, and no one realizes. The thing so is, they've been coming after It's funny, and it's, it's fucking with us. It so hurts. Right. It hurts. So please uh, share the love on TikTok. All right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. Oh, oh, oh.